So, I guess I'll start with this. <laughs> Ian McKellen is done with Gandalf. Uh, uh, so, six movies, counting the Hobbit ones. Yeah, it, I think it's more than enough for a person to do with a character. So, yes. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, he, his role was really iconic as Gandalf. A lot of people li like like him as the character. So, yep. 50 years? Uh, okay, 15. 15 years. That nevertheless is a lot. So, yep. There's no more books to attack. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a great actor. And he did a great role with the... Uh, uh, with the character with Gandalf, so yeah. I know he already played Magneto in the X-Men, so yep, yep, yep. Okay, so that's pretty much it. Oh, because some people think they might do a spin-off of Lord of the Rings since there's other books. Yeah, I don't know. I think that with the movies that there are is more than enough, but Haps up to you, sir. You did a great, great, great job as Gandalf. And now on to other projects. Where you do amazing, great, whatever. So, next one is about Predator 4? Wait. Predator 4? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I get why they're saying Predator 4. Uh, Predator 1, Predator 2. There was one that was just called Predators. So that was the third, third one. Uh, I like it. And now there's a fourth one. And according to this, the script has been completed and is done by someone called Shane Black. So, yep, 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 yep. What else? Predator 4. Mm -hmm. So, what's that? Mm -hmm. The information was via a Facebook page of someone called Fred Decker, that's a screenwriter, that's a partner of oh, Shane Black. So, yep. What else? Nothing! So, that they will acknowledge that there were other Predator films, but yes, obviously. What else? Uh, so, it's loosely tied to the previous films, but not a reboot. Could it be good? I don't know. Hopefully it is. We'll see. Oh, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> So Robert Rodriguez was the person who was in uh, in charge in charge of Predators. Yes, according to this, and there were hints to what happened in the first film. Pretty much, that's what they're saying here, and what happened to Dutch, but never uh, actually uh, flat out saying this actually happened. Just like. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, oh my god, there's a word for that. I forgot what. Whatever. So yeah, there's a script. That's pretty much it. 
There's a script for a Predator 4. What else? Uh, well, the Captain America Civil War will pretty much tell the story of the Winter Soldier. Something that they didn't do in the, <laughs> in the film that was actually called Captain America the Winter Soldier. Uh, the, with the character appear and yeah, they didn't actually said a whole lot about the backstory. I think it, it was a while since I saw that one. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah, everyone knows that the movie will focus on Bucky. His return after being tortured and controlled by Hydra for decades. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Oh. So they're pretty much going to tell what happened after Bucky was in the museum at the end of Captain America Winter Soldier. And what was actually shown in the Ant-Man post-credit scene, which I'm not going to tell it because I'm soup. I'm guessing that some of the people that are listening to this have not seen the film. So, yep. What else? Okay, the person who's playing Bucky, Sebastian Stan, said, "We're gonna see more of the Winter Soldier story, what he went through." Between both Captain America films. Okay. Mm-hmm. What else? Okay, he was responsible for a major depth in the other in other films. So there might they, they say that there might be some tension between him and Tony Stark. So obviously they're going to focus on what was the relationship between um, Bucky and Steve. Since as you have, for the ones who have actually seen the above Captain America films, they were friends from the beginning, before he, before Steve was in the program and all that stuff. Will it be a good film? I don't know. Will it be fun? Yes, obviously. But to be honest, the one I'm more interested in, in is Doctor Strange because it's pretty much a whole thing about magic and the supernatural tech stuff. So, yep. They're gonna pretty much tell everything else about the Winter Soldier. What do I think about that? Well, yay for that, actually. Oh, before I continue, I'm doing something here. Okay, so here are my thoughts on both Captain America films before I continue. What do I think about them? Well, I like them. Okay, what did I... So people are are what's the what I'm looking for? Interested uh, in a script? Okay, a thing I actually forgot. Oh yeah, in the last podcast of the year, I'm going to talk about my favorite films of the year. But obviously, I have to 
catch up with a lot of films. Even for I have seen 36 films this year. So, yep. Okay. Now, unless that, in this case, Screen Rant Dead. About the 10 best Christmas horror movies of all time. And, well, a lot of horror fans will actually enjoy this. What's the first movie? Oops, wait. The first movie is Blood Christmas. And the film is from 1974 and it's a slasher film. And it's about the murder of sorority sisters preparing to leave school for Christmas break. The film is tense, if, if that's the one I'm looking for. Yes, it's tense. All through its conclusion, so yep, yep. And there's a freaking remake, the 2006 one. Uh, the, it says it's scorier and nastier. Next one is Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. This one is about a kid named Billy who watched his mom and dad died by a person in a Santa costume as a child. So that scarred him for life. So he goes on a killing, on a killing spree when he's forced to dress up as Santa. Oh, there's a list of worst Christmas movie. I'm actually gonna talk about that one in the next podcast, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about that one in the next podcast. Podcast that will be pretty much oh the last one of the year. Derp. Okay, so there was a sequel that was really bad. There was a second sequel that is bonkers. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is called Christmas Evil from 1980. I have never seen that one. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Evil is about a lonely man with a troubled relationship to Christmas against the less cheery bunch she lives and works with. It says that the movie looks and feels like depressed small town America many remember from their childhood. I don't know because I haven't seen that one, so um, no opinion here. The Christmas Tale from 2005. Okay, so I have not seen that one either. What does it say? Oh, the same person who did the Red Films. Okay, he did some TV movies. Uh, movies to keep you awake of a series unleashed in the 80s. Okay, The Christmas Tale. A spin on Stand By Me? Four little boys and one little girl find a woman in a bloody Santa suit. Stuck in a hole in the woods. They're about to help her out when they discover she's a wanted criminal with two million dollars in a bag. Things grow more complicated when she breaks free and cracks an axe. Wow. It has 80s charm, says he that. Rare exports. Another one with a person dressed as a Santa. And this one is from 2010. This is for a Finnish director called Jalmari Hellander. This is about a kid caught in the middle of a mystery. His father and other people found what they think is Santa, a bizarre gnarled elf wreaking havoc in their small town. Then they think that it might not be Santa after all. 
Okay, so could be interesting. Wow, this one is actually really old. Course of the Cat People from 1944. This is about a married couple whose daughter is haunted by a spirit. That spirit happens to be the father's former girlfriend. So it says that the movie is about the psychology of children at the burdens of family. I was going to say Gremlins wasn't there, then derp. 1994, Joe Dante. What happened with that? Oh, Chris Columbus what was the who, the person who penned Gremlins. An inventor by his son and of little critter in a Chinatown young shop who has secrets of its adorable sleep. Yeah, and there's chaos after some things happen. Another movie that I haven't seen, and another movie that I haven't seen, and another movie that I haven't seen either. Okay, wow. The Children from 2008. About creepy kids. So, this is about a teen girl who can't stand her family. Because they're her parents fight a lot. It has a pervy uncle and another fin. So yeah. So the kids uh, become sick by a strange disease. Because of something that happens. So yep. Because of that disease the, the kids will start doing something unspeakable. What? Killing everyone. So yep. Next is El Dia de la Bestia. 1995. Alice de la Iglesia is is a director, I guess, and says that is the most metal Christmas movie ever made. It's about a priest that disco discovers that the end of the world is gonna come on Christmas Day unless he can. What? Okay, I'm not gonna spoil it. So yeah, but it's about a priest and the end of the world. So yep. And uh, last one here is Silent Night, Bloody Night, from 1972. Ah, okay, this is the strangest Christmas movie on the list. It's about a lawyer that comes to an old town to deal with an inheritance case and winds up staying at a haunted house owned by his client. A spooky, okay, it gets... Okay, it has its charm. I think that's the world they'll the world looking for. It has its charm and sorry if you cannot, what's the one looking for? Or you're actually listening to someone talking in the background, sorry about that. Okay, so, as a Gremlin star Zach Galligan says Gremlins 3 won't be a remake. So you remember that there was a sequel to Gremlins in the 90s? They're doing a third one. What, with CGI Grem? I don't know, I hope not. <coughs> Huh. Yeah, this was released in 1984. They had a sequel in 1990 with Grand 2 that was more satirical. That's what it says here. It will not be a remake in any way. That it says the, the person who has starred in both films. A first film is near and dear to his heart. As long as he's alive, it will never be remade. He doesn't know if he's in the movie. Okay. The film could end up going to the way of Jurassic World revolve around a new assortment of characters in the same universe. It says that the previous films found a nice balance between humor and horror, that Tom 
could easily be lost in a remake or a reboot and is so old in the case. A true sequel would be more likely to capture the essence of the series if Christopher Columbus is attached to it. If not, who knows? Uh, Carl Ellsworth, who did Disturbia, was the person who could be in charge of the script. Apart from that, there's nothing else. There's no more info about that. I guess on to music news. Oh god. Sorry if you're listening to anyone in the background. Okay, here it is. So here's the first story of music, music news. So they're doing a documentary about Shane McGowan Steve. Really. Okay, so he's the singer of... I don't know if I can call it a folk band, but they, they, okay, yeah, I guess I could call them a folk band in, in part because they combine different music genres. The folks is a band that I, actually a lot of people know about. That and the singer, Shane. So, the documentary will be called Shane McGowan, A Wreck Reborn, will be released in Europe this month. And it tells the tale of him getting a pair of dentures. Oh, God. Then deciding to stop wearing them. And then getting a set of implants, which is include a gold tooth. Okay. Who thought that was a good idea, to be completely honest? Because, yeah, why? I know that that, that singer is known for having bath teeth. But I don't think that's the best way <laughs> a documentary. So, like, look, look what can happen to you if you don't take care of your teeth. You could end up having to wear dentures or if you have the money implants like Shane McGowan did. So, yeah. Do I think that's great? Not exactly, but whatever. Next one. So, Scott Whalen, who was in Stone Temple Pilots, Velvet Revolver, well, died this past week, said that he was pounding his band Turbos. He was in another band now called Scott Whalen and the Wallabouts, and they were going to perform at the Medina Ballroom in Minnesota. So that was a sudden death, <coughs> pretty much. And I heard throughout the years that he had problems with drugs and among other stuff. So that's pretty much it. Now I actually have a lot of gaming. Oh wait, I have one, one more. Rob Crow, who has been a solo artist, uh, was part of the band Pinback. Said, apparently, I didn't know this. He had said he was quitting music because it was financially responsible to his family and humiliating to his psyche. But apparently, he sorry for that, he went back on that and he's back with a new band, a new album, and a new tour. <clears throat> the, okay. <coughs> The name of the new band is Rob Crow's Gloomy Place. The name of the album is called 
your doom. Be nice. And it will be released next year, when? March 4. So yeah, there's already album art and that's pretty much it. Okay, that's kind of ironic to be honest. But okay. Okay, now on to gaming news and at the end. Releases and recommendations. This time there won't be a trailer talk because I did, uh, the only trailer I saw was Batman v Superman. I guess I could talk about them, so yeah. Dune Alpha registration is open to all. This was... Okay, this this, this past week. That it, this was set. Ahem. Bethesda announced that the beta is open to everyone. Okay. What does it say? It was by popular demand that the Alpha access... Uh, so, is that going to be a problem? I have no clue. Maybe? Yeah, obviously, there's there's no guarantee that you'll get in. You can try appdoom.com. Obviously, there's a lot of people. It was three days ago that this was posted. So, I have no clue if the site is in all their heavy traffic like three days ago. I don't know. Oh, says the alpha test started three days ago, meaning December 2 or T. And it was at 10 p.m. So the alpha test is already on its way happening. How many people are there? I got no clue because I didn't try getting into it. Because it seems you need a really, really, really powerful computer for that thing. For that. So, it's three... One, two, three, four... It's five stories. But one is about uh, game releases, so I guess it's, it's four, per se. On to the next one! So, apparently there's a game called Vampire that will be about player choice in a dark and dirty world. And it's by the same people who did Life is Strange. Well, a game that a lot of people like that it, it tackle a lot of serious issues around the depression. So, yep. So, in Vampire you'll pay as a doctor in London after the end of the First World War. Eh, world War. And the midst of the flu pandemic, that would kill as many as 100 million people. You're a vampire and a doctor, you're both. So the person is close to its humanity and it's not a monster. That's actually good. A rational person, like it says here. And he wants to trip the vampirism as a medical condition. So what else? Well, the person who... The, who did the game, research on how the pandemic impacted London, as well as the stake of medical and scientific knowledge at the time, and everything will be built on factual and fictional reference material. So, since the game might be interesting, pretty much, that's the... When will we release? Oh, 2017, or 2017, so... In two years! Yep. Okay, next. Resident Evil 2 Remake is being rebuilt from the ground up. Is that a good thing? I don't know. The announcement that it was being remade was seen 
Oculus. Okay, there weren't any specifics, but now there's it. There is. So it's a remastered version of Resident Evil 2. Okay, yeah, a remake. Would it be good? I don't know. Resident Evil Zero Remaster. Apparently, it's on Steam now. Okay, we'll see if it's good when it's released. When? I don't know. They. It's, it's gonna be a remake. Like the first one was remake. Re remade. I haven't played that one, uh, so I cannot give you an, my honest opinion about it. So, yeah. <sighs> what else? I get sucks pretty much it on that. Oh, next one. The Banishing of Ethan Carter Studio is doing an action adventure game called. Uh, oh, uh huh. Wait, it's called The Astronauts? Okay, it doesn't have a name. But I haven't played The Banishing of Ethan Carter either, so I cannot give you an opinion about the game, the, the studio per se. But I have been interested in playing it for a while. So yeah, because it looked interesting. And now they're doing an... what's the word I'm looking for? An open world action adventure. Well, from the screenshot I'm seeing here, looks beautiful. But I'm guessing that's from The Banishing of Ethan Carter. So, I don't know, I cannot give my opinion about it. Yeah, to be honest. Okay, yeah, I remember. Sorry. Oh, okay. <sighs> Since this is the last month of the year, not a lot of interesting films have been released. But, nevertheless, I'm going to see what was released this week. We're on December... Well, the beginning of December. So, in the heart of the sea, meaning the movie that is going to tell about the story in which Moby Dick was based on. Will it be good? I don't know. Only seen the trailers. Looks interesting. Mm, what else? Well, in December 8, 8, 18? Yeah. Star Wars The Force Awakens. A, a movie a lot of people are excited about, including me, obviously. Oh, goody. I'll be at the Chickmons, the rope ship. Not a fan of any of the live-action films they've done. I have only liked the animated one that it was done in the 90s, I think it was. In the 90s, yeah. And, oh, goody. At the end of the year, the Point Break remake. End of the month, sorry. The Point Break remake and Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. That a lot of people are actually interested in. So, yep. And now, well, PC game release dates. That uh, start from this year and continue to next year. First one is called Helldivers. And that's going to be released on Sunday. By the first people who did Magicka. And it'll be a four-player co-op shooter. Yay! <laughs> if you're interested in that, check it out, at least the trailer. Because I'm guessing there might be gameplay in the trailer, or there might be a demo, hopefully. I don't know if there is. Well, oh no, not that one. In January, The Witness. Specifically, January 26th. 
And this is from the same person who did Braid. A really, really beautiful game, but difficult. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it was a puzzle game. A really beautiful puzzle game that was difficult at the same time. And what was uh, the witness about? Well, it's about being on a deserted, deserted island. And you have to solve puzzles to progress, obviously. From the screenshot, it looks beautiful, to be honest. And I like Braid, so obviously I would be interested in, in checking out The Witness. So Dragon's Dogma is an RPG that... I don't know... Okay, it's a cult classic in the RPG genre. I have never played it. Oh my god, no, 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 no. Why, why, why? People with music really, really loud. I hate that. So, yeah. Dragon Dragon's Dogma shines because you can pick up NPCs. Wow, wait. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. What? What else? Uh-huh. Uh, do you need companions called pawns? Each pawn is customized by the player from the ground up. You're not adventure with them. Other players can access them with a sharing system. But seems like a lot of people like it nonetheless. Uh, Tarsis. January, uh, Paradise and Cannibalism. Okay. Mis mixes board game mechanics and role-like permadeath. Meaning, will be difficult. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You have to shepherd a ship to Mars. And disaster cannon will strike along the way. Like I mentioned, won't be easy. When is a role-like game easy? <laughs> But I'm okay with that. You just have to, what's the word? Uh, be strategic about what you do. On February, XCOM 2, February 5. This one is uh, after XCOM Enemy Unknown. What happens? You lost. The aliens haven't arrived. This is their planet now. And the enemy within expansion never happened. Oh, goody. Meaning. Fighting against aliens. Firewatch. Okay, I remember seeing the E3 trailer for this one. And it looked kind of interesting. February 9. The first game from Campo Santo. So, yeah. It's about a man named Henry who wanders the wilderness watching for fires. While chatting with his supervisor, Delilah, on a handheld radio. Another game that looks beautiful. <laughs> and it could be fun, to be honest. I give every game a chance was what I was saying. Mighty number nine, the spiritual the spiritual successor to Mega Man. February 9th. It was supposed to be released on November, but now it's going to be released on February. So yep. A 2D side scrolling shooter. The name of the robot is now Beck. And cast steal other robots abilities. And it was crowdfunded on Kickstarter, which a lot of people like. Another expansion for The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt that will be called Blood and Wine. Wow! A 20. The uh, 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 expansion that's going to add 20 more hours of play into a game, I think, is worthwhile. And I'm guessing all the people who have played The Witcher. Uh, what's the one looking for? Um, have played The Witcher, have played a lot of hours on it, so yeah. What else? 
Roller Coaster Tycoon World. Wow, it's been 10 years since the last installment of the Roller Coaster Tycoon series. Mm -hmm. Okay, it says we'll have Steam Workshop support and a multiplayer mode. Well, the beta was a release or happened like this year and there were a lot of problems with the beta. So that's why they're releasing the game next year to fix all the bugs, hopefully. So, yep. Yes, I didn't talk about two games because I'm not completely interested in... Okay, this one could be interesting. Okay, okay, because I'm not interested in them. Okay, so that's pretty much it for that. Let's see. Is this the same van? Yes. So, I have actually one or two recommendations. Two, two recommendations. First one is a band called Traditions. Yeah, Traditions. It's a indie pop punk band. Uh huh. And the EP was released last year, actually. Do they have anything else? Apparently, yeah. They have. Wait, is this the. No, that's, that's not the same band. So at the moment they had a they have an EP called an EP no a CD called Cycles. Wow, they have okay. So yep, yeah, it it, it seems like an EP, but says that it's I don't know. I, I I I whatever. So yep, traditions. What do I think about the band? Well, I like it. That's why I recommended it. And second is a documentary called A Lego Brick Brickumentary. That's pretty much the history of Lego and how it has affected people's lives in a positive way and joined them in a hobby that could be fun but expensive at the same time. And sure, I talk about the Batman v Superman trailer. To finish off the podcast. So what did I thought or think about it? <sighs> well, they're cramming too many characters in a single film. A uh, small spoiler to anyone who hasn't seen the trailer. I bought this two, three seconds. So Doomsday is now part of the film. Yeah. What do I think about that? Is too soon. It's too soon, but obviously the director and uh, other people don't think about that or don't think that that that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. So wow, I'm actually looking. Well, next podcast is before Christmas, so yes, I I could actually. Talk about the worst Christmas horror films or worst Christmas films per se. So, yep. <laughs> like always, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Till next time. And have a good uh, day, week, month. <laughs> a bit more generalized in this case. Bye for now. <laughs>